0: Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair. What got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in
1: real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty
0: Rand.
1: Walk me through the process, yeah? So you're using, um, I feel like I wanted like I want to ask you all the stuff you know, but I want to kind of drill into where you're really a super expert here. So I know that's in specifically PPC, which is paper pay per click ads, trying to say two words at the same time, um, for real estate. So what is mm-hmm. what are the tools? You're using Google ads and Facebook ads?
0: Yeah, so we do Google ads, we do Facebook ads, we build custom um, lead funnels, lead forms for people. Um, where we're collecting information like Basically, when the lead comes in, the agent's getting, they're gonna know the name, the phone number, the address of the home the person wants to sell, the time frame they want to sell it in, the credit score, the amount of down payments they have saved for buying a house, they've gone through foreclosures or anything like that. What are you
1: trading for this? One second, I gotta backtrack. Step one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Like, what's the order of events? Someone comes to you, yeah. you take them on. What do you gotta build for them? So the first thing you build, yeah. I'm guessing, is the lead funnel and the advertising asset. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it depends. Um, Step one is finding out what the agent currently has going. So sometimes an agent's like, I have five listings right now that are active and they've been on the market for two weeks and I'm starting to get nervous about how fast they're going to sell. And I'll say, okay, great. One of the fastest ways we can generate you leads now is by taking these listings and putting them into ads and then running those ads to people who are qualified to purchase the home and generating buyer inquiries for you. Um, so that's one strategy. And then like for a seller strategy, it would be what we prime predominantly doing now is we're creating, um, these video business cards for real estate agents. Um, and basically the video business card is a 60 to 90 second video. Um, we have very high production. We've invested in some really nice cameras and I have a team of guys who are doing it. I'm not the videographer. Um, basically we run these video ads and it's talking about pain points of sellers and, and like how to properly, um, how to, put based on what you do, um, decorate the home. I forget the terminology for that, but how to properly oh, do that. And all these things. At um, staging. Staging. Yes. There we go. I should know that. <laughs> um, how to properly. Stage <laughs> the home. I worked with
1: a couple of real estate clients. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're running those ads. Um, the video business card has been great because the video business card actually also generates buyer inquiries. Sometimes a lot of times it's kind of like a real estate agent showing, you know, we do some things where we're showing them. I, I could totally send you an example. I don't know if it's
1: Okay, yeah, guys, send me an example and I'll link it in the show notes when you go to sdran.com slash
0: yeah, 56, you'll find it. So we're basically putting together these video business cards, they're 60 to 90 seconds um, and then we're running them and then we're retargeting people and we can do something where we can segment. So we could start out with just one ad, one video ad. We're running that ad to a big audience of people and on average, people are gonna watch a video for four to seven seconds and then they're gonna leave. So we're saying this is a 90 second video Anyone who watches 60% of it or more, we're gonna put you into a custom audience to follow up with you. We're also doing something where we're segmenting the audience. So we're seeing people, we're saying, if you watch this video and you've also been browsing this website, looking for homes to purchase, we're gonna show you ads on things about benefit buyers. If we're doing it and we're seeing that um, you're looking at a lot of things that insinuate you are actually going to list your home, we're gonna show you like three home appraisal things odds different opportunities to get like a lead magnet. Um, but it's all starting out with qualifying their interest based on their engagement in the video. Because you see way too many people who like, they'll run ad campaigns and they'll have like, you know, a one to a 3% conversion rate, which like statistically speaking, yes, that is like average. But like we want to run ad campaigns that are converting 20% of the people who come in contact with it, 30%. And I do have ad campaigns and landing pages that are getting 27% conversion rates. And the reason why is because we're prefacing everything with content. So Got it. You're
1: qualifying them all first. So guys, just so you know, conversion, right? They come to the page, they give you their information. It doesn't mean they've bought, but it means that they have given you their contact information and they're now a qualified lead.
0: Yep. And it's the working really well. And I, it's we're actually, um, I'm local to Zillow, which is a big powerhouse in real estate. Um, they're actually like pretty close to where I live. And so- I've actually met with their advertising team and talked to them kind of about the stuff that we're doing. And I've been seeing a lot of people switching from doing Zillow to what I'm doing because we're charging less and we're getting better quality leads. Um, and the cool thing about what we're doing is it's exclusive leads. So when you pay Zillow, when you pay these other powerhouse directories for leads, a lot of times it's going out to multiple people in a zip code. Even if you're paying the premium 10 grand a month and you're buying out of zip code you're still probably sharing your leads with three to five other agents who are paying them 10 grand a month about that zip code. And so you're really not getting a lead. You're just getting somebody who's looking for a home that you can call. And you're paying 300 bucks for those leads each. Whereas when we're running these video campaigns, depending on the demographic, like if it's super luxury price point, they're a little more expensive, but down to the low, they're pretty low. It's like 10 bucks pop for a lead, which is like, you know, that's pretty awesome. And when are thinking about how you're running an ad as a real estate agent who's, you know, selling twenty or so homes in a year, making about one hundred, two hundred thousand dollars, and you realize you can get not only a hundred people uh, inquiring about a home in a month, but you can also add them to your pipeline, put your email drips on them, and six months later they might not have purchased from you at the initial contact, but they keep seeing the content you're putting up, they decide to come back. It's a pretty cool opportunity just because you get that exposure for so cheap. Um, so it's worked out well. And, yeah,
1: I love um, that. So the process is video Facebook ads, because you can't do video ads through Google ads. YouTube. Ah, pre-roll ads. Got it. Yeah. Okay, but okay. all pre-roll. Yep. Okay, so no um, interruption well, ads.
0: Well, you, you can place ads in interruption.
1: I okay. know, but I'm curious if you do, because I feel like interruption ads okay. are still at the highest level of annoyance possible. Yeah, like You're in the middle of watching something and uh, whatever it is doesn't even matter. Let's say it's like an instruction video on how to use your new phone, which I did recently, right? I got a new phone and so I was just going through like a bunch of these, like, you know, top 10 things to do when you open your phone first, six new hacks for the Google Pixel 3, da, da, da. So you're in the middle of this and suddenly right smack in the middle where they're like, and then you press the, and now a word from our sponsor, you're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: I uh, No, we we split test everything. So I personally don't like those ads, but um, I always split test it. So we always disperse everything on multiple platforms for our clients. And usually within 60 days, we narrow it down to one. Um, And that way we're able to get the best results because I have examples where like I'm working with a Laguna Beach real estate agent who does a lot of home flipping and and wholesale. And uh, we've been getting him really, really great results on Facebook ads um for really low cost per lead. And then there's another agent that I'm working with in the Washington area who does something similar and he got better results from YouTube. Even though they have the same business model and kind of the same value proposition, for some reason one did better on Facebook in California and one did better on YouTube in St. Homers County. So it's like we always want to make sure that we're doing our clients justice and it's more labor for us. But so end of the day having a happy client stay with you for twelve months, it pays itself off. Uh, to do that extra work and make sure you're like testing for them. And that's what online sure. ads is testing, 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 testing. You put $5 into an ad for three days and you have 12 other ads at the same budget. You kill off the losers and you put it into the winners. And eventually you have these ad campaigns that have proven themselves to be profitable. Not only are we saying, you know, we're putting $50 into this ad per day, but we can actually justify why because we're getting the best click, we're getting the best impressions, we're getting the Lowest cost and the highest conversion. That's really, I mean, and this isn't even my side of the business. I'm not the one who's the, the evil genius behind everything. That's my business partner. Um, but I understand it because I have to sell it.
1: Totally, totally. And I, you know what guys, all of you listening, you heard this again and again. So by now you better have this drilled into your brain. We've had a couple of people on the show who deal with online advertising, Facebook ads, any kind of PPC ad. And I always say it's test, test, test. And this works for offline ads. Also one of the things that kills me is when people will put an ad in three publications at the same time and then they have no idea which one worked. Like, well, the phone was ringing. I'm like, great. Did you put something at least in the ad that said like mention code X? Oh, no, they all were the same ad because I didn't want to pay the designer to make the edit. Like, really?
0: Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, then you're wasting, wasting the money it. in the long run. Because exactly. You, don't
1: know. you have no idea yeah. which one worked. Exactly. So, online advertising is not different. Yeah. And it's test. Online is the best place where you can test, 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 and really see your results. So, we start with the video ad through Facebook. And then, are we doing static ads or are we doing follow up video ads? Meaning, that first ad, you don't ask people to do anything. Yeah. You're just getting awareness and giving information.
0: Yeah, so, the so follow up ads uh, are also videos? Yeah, yeah, so the funny thing is every ad's going to have an opportunity for someone to get in touch. So just cuz we're showing a video ad, we're op- so Facebook has a smart platform where you can optimize the algorithm for whatever you choose. because mm-hmm. um, they that's the only way they make their money is by having their ad platform. So they want to make sure it's working really well for you so that they can continue to earn your business. So you can choose all these different things. You can choose lead generation, you can choose conversion, you can choose video views, you can choose engagement, you can choose brand awareness, some of them are kind of the same when you boil it down. But when you optimize an ad for video views, Facebook is charging you for a video view versus when you optimize an ad for conversions, they're charging you for a click. Click costs dollars, so they're expensive. A video view is just a view, it doesn't really insinuate that someone's gonna purchase, so Facebook doesn't really charge you a lot of money for that. So, what we do is, the ad's gonna look the same no matter what, it's always gonna be that same these ads always look the same, the content and then there's the learn more button and then there's the headline and the description and it's always going to have the same aesthetic but you're optimizing differently. So just because we're putting it out for a video view doesn't mean someone can't click. If that video really hits their pain point, they might click right there and we're only paying for a video view but we still got to click for free. So it's a really good way to do that. But then the second step in the funnel is people don't engage is number is, is a number of things. Number one, we're sending them offers with information. So like it's real estate agent. We might be doing like a free home appraisal. Um, it could be like um, we're offering cash for homes now. Um, that's something that's worked for some agents. It could be uh, showing them active listing. Um, sometimes we even put an agent doesn't have any ads and we just put together uh, an ad with links to a bunch of different NMLS homes and um, people see like, oh, look at all these homes in the area and then they become a buying client. So there's a kind of a bunch of different things and it, it depends on the agent and what they're going for. Um, but usually the second stage is going to be something that's consideration driven that's going to be showing someone that your home just sold in less than two weeks. It's going to be like actually putting the proof in the pudding. Um, and sometimes we also do videos. So like one thing I've been doing really recently, we've been getting really into like video production. We're doing these blog series for real estate agents um, where they're answering common FAQs. They're kind of showing people when they're walking through homes and doing like evaluations and things like that. And then we're doing um, 12 blogs 90 days worth um, and you post one a week for three months and basically what we do is we put those and those are posted organically but we still have the trigger in it so that anyone who watches 50 percent or more of the blog starts seeing ads. so it's another way to rope people in um, i also started doing this thing and this is kind of off chop topic but i think it would be valuable for people to hear it um, i started doing this thing where i send video pitches to people so i've been training my sales team where like we do a screen record with the webcam and we yeah i
1: was gonna them. say that using loom when you said that you send an invoice or proposal to someone always with a call i'm like why would you not send any proposal like why would you ever in 2019 send a proposal without a video
0: yeah so i actually don't even usually what i do for the proposal is i'll be like i'll have a strategy together for you and we can review it together and then i'll send it to them five minutes before the meeting and then they ah, have it on screen. okay got it but for my cold sales pitch i'll put together like a five to six minute video um, that like I started with the person's Facebook profile page because it grabs their attention. And then I walk them through. You can see the info and ads, what they're doing and everything. But I also do the same thing for myself where I'm sending out these YouTube videos and email to people. And people who click and watch the video get put into my advertising funnel where they start seeing my ads because they showed Love interest it. in my video. And now they're qualified to get targeted. Uh, so I do it for myself too. And uh, we've been doing this for real estate agents and it's been working really well because it's, you know the blogs are value, 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 value. Um, and it's not asking anything in return. And number one, the blog works really well because it helps the real estate agent get brand awareness. It's giving value. And a lot of times I had this happen where like we put a blog out for an agent um, and like one of her followers, sister's looking for a home and like the agent's talking about something that buyers need to pay attention for. And then the sister sends it to her, to her sister who isn't following the agent and the agent watches that video. And then like, Hey, my sister sent me your blog. I wanted to get in touch with you and help me find find a home in the area. And it's just like this great way to organically grow. But it all starts with value. It all starts with giving away something to other people that you know is going to benefit them so that they will trust you and they will have rapport and they will want to work with you. Um, And the ad campaigns have to be built the same way.
1: Totally. So that was my other question, which is when they come to your page, right? And and I realized now it wasn't last week, it was two weeks ago um, that we spoke to someone about this. What are you giving them away in exchange for their email? So it's either it's the promise of a free appraisal. Like what... What are you trading yeah. them for their information, especially if it's a longer form where you're saying, like, I'm going to give you all their yeah. info. Why are they giving you all their info? What have you promised them?
0: It depends. Um, so for some agents, we're doing, like, people inquiring about a home. We're doing a listing ad for them. So the the lead magnet there is, like, get to do this home in person by submitting your info and scheduling your, your tour. Um, sometimes for sellers, it's, like, getting your home appraised free or sometimes even the content is good enough so where people just want to get in touch to start the process um but usually we're giving away like a free appraisal uh, ability to tour a home uh home buyer classes things like that um sometimes we've like done like the home flippers where people want to get cash for their home and start the process on that um but usually if you preface things properly you sometimes don't even need to have necessarily like a Offer or like a lead magnet for people to want to get in touch. You just put yourself out there, and agents are using content and video content to educate home buyers. Um, people will just say, I want to get in touch with you. I don't expect the free home appraisal. And they're probably going to get one anyways because every agent does free home appraisal. But um, it's just people putting their info. And usually it goes like if you're looking to buy or sell in the area, um, click the link below to schedule a time to talk to me. That's like something that's worked right there. And people will click the link and then they'll go and fill out their info on the form. And so love it it's really, it depends on how well you preface it. Cause if you're, if you're not giving people context as to why they want to talk to you, they don't know your personality. They don't know who you are. They don't know anything to do with you. Obviously you're going to have to give them something in order to get someone to talk to you. But if you're putting yourself out there and you're letting people see your face, talk or you you talk and get value from you, a lot of times that's enough. It's enough right there for them to want to get in touch.
1: Totally. That makes so much sense. I love it. Um, Okay. That was, that was very, very cool guys. I hope you realize if you're in real estate at all, then just broke it down for you. Okay. You can go and turn over seven figures in sales now just on this. Um, and you can call Ben and he'll do it for you. So back yeah. to your big business problem, um, training people in scaling.
0: So yeah, what are you so trying
1: to train people to do?
0: So my whole thing, I'm 24 years old and, um, I love what I do right now, but I also am very ambitious with like some of the other businesses I want to, I want to get into. So like my whole thing is like mastering a skill set and then uh, basically building a system that other people can profit from the same endeavor. So that's what we've been focusing on right now. We've got a team of 10 people. Um, A lot of it is back end. So I have three business development guys. Um, I have some videographers and we have some ad experts who are managing the campaign um and for me it's been finding good salespeople um and training them because i have so much in my head of like almost four years of doing this where like to me it's second nature but like to other people it's like this is totally a new industry that i've never had any experience in so that's been my biggest obstacle is like getting people trained and um we've been writing out our systems and processes and making sure that people are getting onboarded um but that's my biggest thing right now is transitioning from being you know, a two-man team that has people we delegate the, the labor to, to now being, you know, someone who's also not only managing current clients, but also helping build a sales team. Um, and it's been working. I mean, what I've been doing has been working. Um, I've been able to get some good people. And the way that I've been able to really, you have to, if you want to get good salespeople or you want to get good employees, you got to make it worth it to them. And so what we've been doing is I give my salespeople, um, kind of run it like a financial portfolio. So like they have basically all the support and backing of us um but they manage their clients and they get paid reoccurring on a monthly basis for every client they bring in so it's really a benefit because like one of my guys is already making two thousand dollars a month reoccurring he's working with us for 60 days and um he's you know now he's just got to manage those relationships we're doing all the work sending him everything is sent out reports everything all i have to do is deliver it um and so there's tons of incentive for him to number one be very customer service oriented when making the sales because it's not transactional for him. And number two, you're gonna keep him around because he's getting cash flow that's reoccurring and he doesn't have to do really much to support it. Um, and so it keeps him in our ecosystem. But it's taken me a while. It's taken me like eight months. Probably I'd say probably most of 2018 was cycling through team members. And then I mean as a business owner, <clears throat> it can be frustrating, but I know it's just part of the game. Um, when you bring someone on trainer for two months and they leave, like, shoot, you know, I just spent a lot of time giving you my knowledge. Um, but it's part of it. And, you know, you go through five of them and you get two good ones and then then it's worth it. So that's been the biggest obstacle for me is people and processes. Luckily, um, a lot of the back end is totally squared away because my business partner is a badass at that. Um, but front end and getting the sales teams managed and people and making sure everything is done that's definitely my biggest challenge
1: totally hear that have you automated the training
0: yeah i do have um your train you all
1: nope never heard of it
0: um so i actually have been getting blasted with their ads they have a good advertising strategy i guess they knew um, that you were looking <laughs> yeah they might um i think maybe they just target like people who are entrepreneurs i'm not sure i've never I seen see it a lot of, okay so i see a lot of the instagram ads um maybe that must be it i guess anyways um someone, really someone cool out
1: there in big brotherland knew you were looking
0: exactly um they have a lot of cool software opportunities where you can basically it's kind of like both um i forget the name of it but there's this software for building courses that's just really there's easy a lot of them, better.
1: like kajabi so it's kind of, uh, yeah it's
0: kajabi is what i'm thinking of it's just okay. like kajabi but it's for training your employees and uh, you, you pay, I think it's like a hundred bucks a month. And then every time you add a user, it's like another 20 bucks a month, but you can curate quizzes, videos, restrict access, add access, uh, evaluate their retention on the knowledge. So it's really nice because um, that way I can train people and kind of give them like the geek side of PPC and like analytics, and numbers and terminology and um, not just give them a document, but actually have an engaging course that takes them step by step and then I can actually see on my end of things uh, how they're doing with it, and I can check in with them and say, "Hey, I know she had a hard time with this stuff. How can I help you?" Um, so that's it's kind an of LMS, but it. I
1: don't see what makes yeah. it any better or different than the other LMSs. What, what's again? Kajabi can do the same things. Teachable can do the yeah.
0: same things. Trainual is just built for training employees, I think, and maybe. Maybe the reason why I chose it over others is the way they marketed it to me.
1: I was saying it sounds like it's just marketing and branding. I wouldn't even be surprised if they white labeled one of the other tools.
0: Yeah, that it might have, uh, but it's working really well. Great. So uh, Guys, this is
1: the genius it, of marketing. You could white label someone else's tool, and then you got a guy like Ben going, listen, you know, I, it's just it's great for training employees. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to tell you if they white labeled it. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe, <laughs> well, no, I, just, I, I just evaluated yeah. it and I decided I liked it. I mean, totally.
1: So, yeah, no, I, I I see that all the time. A lot of the bigger um, um, screen sharing or, or video conferencing platforms are white-labeling Zoom. I told you this before we started, and so they're selling under their branding another person's tool. Right, and that's that's yeah. a lot of what's out there now. But that's marketing and branding for you. Love it. So, have you created the target profile of your ideal hire?
0: Yeah, I've actually gotten uh, things narrowed down. It's interesting. Um, for some reason it's a weird dynamic being 24 years old and holding a business and then like hiring people that are older than you. It Um, is though. I always find
1: it interesting to hire someone older than me. It's always a little
0: awkward. Well, sometimes like I have this guy and um, he's doing really well. He's honestly doing best at anybody, but he came from Microsoft actually He's working with us now. Um, He did $140 million in sales in the four years he was with them selling software services to corporations. And, um, they do a four year on one year off for contractors. So he's on his year off and he was like, I'm not sure if I want to go back to corporate. I'm on my year off and he's like not got a shortage of income, but he's interested in building something that's sustainable and that he can travel and not be in the office and things like that. So he's in his late thirties and uh, he's been working with me. And it's been really interesting because i have actually like learning a lot from this guy. And at the same time he's teaching me. So it's been really, really cool. I think I'd like to find more people like that because we're, um, pretty established at this point like we are still technically like small business but we have a good foothold we have reoccurring clients We have contracts that are extending for 12 months or more um so revenues are good they're not going anywhere and so for me i'd like to hook these people in who are like qualified and um i have been able to work with some really big companies um just through like networking and relationships but i feel like also getting some of these guys who are, you know, from Microsoft, from Amazon, they have their foothold with these big corporations and they know people by name who are decision makers. So it's like awesome to have this dude here and um, you know, he knows a lot of large businesses in the area because he's worked with them setting up Microsoft systems for their business. So now he's switched to doing marketing, he can go and have the same relationship with the four story Lexus car dealership down the street. Um, and get us opportunities for things like that, which leads to really large contracts. I'd like to get more people like that. But I will say that um, connecting with this guy is kind of an anomaly because he was referred to me by kind of one of my mentors. So it worked out. Um, I don't necessarily know how to get these people. A lot of people who I'm getting wanting to work with me are typically younger, either dropped out of college. And I've kind of had this problem with a lot of people want to come and they want to go to school and then they want to leave. Um, and like, I'm all for people following their dreams and their passion, but I don't really want to be trained people on how to build a marketing agency just to have them leave six months later and try and do it themselves. So I've had to get kind of, um, not malicious, but just had to get some non-competes and things put together with, with some teeth in them just so that people aren't taking, literally ripping my stuff off and using it because I've had that happen twice now. Um, and it's not, you know, it's just when you're doing well in business or you're doing well in something, people are going to try and copy, but I just don't want to be investing six months into somebody for them to just leave and try and do it themselves. Uh, So it's hard. It's hard because my mindset is not an employee mindset. My mindset is like, you know, just go do it, get it done. You know, you can do it. And like, I've kind of struggled, like finding people who are not, they don't, there's people who just don't want to be the boss. They just want to know what they do. They want to have a job. And I've been having a hard time finding those people. So, All
1: Right. Well, so, in, yeah. the, in the generation younger than you, there are less and less of them because everyone thinks they can do yeah. their own thing. I'm so interested. I mean, it's could true. build a side income stream. This is yeah. not to do with your hiring thing, but if your training literally trains people to build an agency like yours, what if you just charged for it instead? Make people pay to get trained. Then they have the opportunity mm-hmm. to stay and work with you or
0: not. Yeah, the course. I've thought about doing the course thing. Um, there's some other guys who have agencies kind of where we're at, they're similar age, um, and they are doing that and they're making a killing from it. Um, yeah, you've already I, I built it. You know it works because people yeah, have gone through it and then gone and built businesses. I just feel like there's so many kind of like gurus out there that are doing this stuff uh, and selling these courses where like, yeah, it's an opportunity. I just haven't dove into it yet. I've actually, we started um, two other businesses that I do outside of just the marketing agency. So I actually, um, I do wholesale real estate myself because we are able to generate leads um, for people who want to sell their home for cash. So we do that. Um, and we work with some local investors. And then on top of that, we have um, an Instagram automated software that we work with, um, that we had built out and we, we have a lot of our clients on it because they want to grow their Instagrams with a separate business. And then I have an affiliate marketing program with that. I've got, um, a lot of guys who are like in the fraternities or the young college guys who I have a decent sized Instagram following of a lot of them are guys who are younger than me wanting to get into business. And like they'll reach out to me asking if there's opportunities. i am like, yeah, if you want to sell this Instagram thing, you keep 30% of the reason you sell. It's reoccurring and it actually does add real followers. Um, and so I've been pushing that. So I'm like branching out, um, but Zima is still, you know, the bread and butter.
1: Totally. Um, You know what makes so much sense to me based on what you're saying, um, especially because of the age brackets and just where all the trends are going with with the youth and the Gen Zs, um, I would totally classify your target employee as someone who probably is in their mid-30s or above. Um, And I would have you go after them with your own advertising, qualify Mm -hmm. them the same way you're doing all your other qualified leads, let Mm -hmm. them come to you, Again, if you know that there's—I'd never heard of this thing where the bigger companies have like four years on one year off for contractors. But if you know that's a thing, you can specifically go after those people. And if you make the offer compelling for them, then that's them. You want someone, and I do a lot this a lot when I interview. I ask filter questions that aren't obvious filter questions. Although now that everyone's listening to this podcast, I'm being found that's out. Amazing, right? um, yeah. But I'll I'll give you an example. Um, you know, for, for something like this, let's say, and I do also try to filter my employees cause I don't want to bring in and train people either. who are going to then take all my knowledge and go try and do a thing and then probably put my name on it and be like, yeah, I worked for Esther Rands and I was trained by her. Like, Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> so, so one of the things that's important for me to know about anyone before I hire them is, you know, how do you feel about running your own business? like because what we do is we help business people build and grow businesses and so i i want to hear it. listen i think it's amazing it's really just like not for me like i don't want the pressure i don't want the headache i just much rather be paid but i love the industry i think it's so cool i think everyone should do it and i just i don't want that headache you know yeah. an answer like that is what you want to hear from somebody when you hear that yeah. you know it's just it's not in there. now that does is it foolproof no but yeah. It gives you that and there are just like you said there are people who just want to collect salaries yeah and there are those who don't like so and you want to ask it as a couched question more of like a like tell me (laughs) everyone's gonna hate me now But, but I do genuinely want to know, and I'm not going to not hire you because of it. I'm just not going to train you for free. Um, and I've done that also. I brought people in, in almost like a a contractor capacity where they will pay for training and they can work with me and they can do their own thing. And I'm fine with that. It's just a different arrangement. So there, Mm -hmm. um, but but you want to just that's ask smart. them as like an exploration question. Like, what do you think of this? Like, I love like, Do you want to run it? Have you run your own thing in the past? Do you know? Because we work with entrepreneurs and business owners. Are you familiar yeah. with this? Are you into it? More of a getting to know you than a, do you plan on taking my stuff and then doing your own thing? Like, no one ever can answer that
0: properly. Yeah. One thing that's interesting too is like um, really the scale. Because where we're at now, like our average client is paying us about 1500 bucks a month. Um, and then we have larger clients Some of the real estate is about fifteen hundred bucks a month, Um, and then they fund their own ad budget. Sometimes they're paying more, sometimes they're paying a little less, depending on the deal they got. But um, some of the other industries we have like more custom stuff where it's like a lot larger lot packages. And um, what I've found is, in order to really scale, you gotta turn your service into a product. Um, And so that's what we've been working on, and that's why real estate has grown for us because we figured out like a bread and butter way to onboard people and. Like for listing ads, we can do that and we can have that up and running in 72 hours, you know, everything. So that's what I've been focusing on is figuring out how to productize my service because right now, even though we're growing and we're, pretty, we're doing pretty well, um, things are still somewhat dynamic. And so um, I think the only area our business is really productized is in real estate. And once I can get that for multiple industries um, or for like just like this package, this package, this package, instead of like custom catering to people, I think I could really scale then on the flip side, I feel like turning your service into a product sometimes reduces the results that you're able to provide because you're just giving everyone the same thing. And um, so it's like interesting trying to figure out where we want to go. And to be honest with you, I think we'll still build this real estate and that's what we will really productize. But I think my long-term goal for the agency is um, number one, I'm 24 years old and I've learned how to market and sell shit online, which is like, I'm so happy that I decided to do this. Um, number two, I'd like to leverage what I'm currently doing to get into bigger consulting projects where like, rather than people paying us 1,500 bucks a month, you know, we're looking at six figure contracts with companies like Vivint or Keller Williams, you know, big companies that are saying, you guys are killing it with a lot of the people that are in our agency. We'd like you to work with us as a whole. Those are things where, you know, that's like two, three years out. I see that happening. Um, but I'm trying to build my A team right now. So it's interesting. And it's definitely a battle. I think, like, one of the hardest things we've encountered has been trying to build the right team but we're starting to get a foothold in it. And it's just a, it's just a consistency and persistent thing.
1: For sure. And it's profiling everything. your ideal staff. I profile my yeah. staff the same way I profile my clients. And when I teach yeah. my, my clients to hire, I do the same thing with them, right? It's target marketing. Whether you place yeah. ads for them or not, it's getting a really clear picture of the person you need to bring on. So clear yeah. as clear as your target. Um, and if I might offer my unsolicited opinion on your scaling strategy, you could scale your entire agency into eight figures and beyond just focusing on real estate, not necessarily productizing it, building out your whole triangle in real estate. Now, if it gets boring, so you might decide to do something else, you might build another thing. But if you become known as the online marketing agency for real estate, you can scale the whole thing from there and you can have your productized at the lowest level. You know, possibly yeah. even like a do it yourself where it's a course and you train people and they just, that will be your course instead of the training you built for other people to build their own agency, it would be a training for real estate agents who wanna do their own marketing. They'll pay a few thousand dollars one time and then go happy on your own. At the next level, yeah. you bump them up and you say, listen, you can take that whole investment and our team will do it for you. And, and yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll minus your investment in our course. You took the course, you are like, whoa, I'm in way over my head, hey, we're here. We got you. And at then at the highest yeah. tier is where you have your consulting with the big companies. That's yeah. where you have a really scalable business.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, um, so one thing that's interesting, I think 2018 was really a year of like transitioning from working in the business to working on the business. And so we got a lot of our back end systems built out, kinks worked out. Um, and so now is like the first time where we've really had the time to actually play around with our own marketing campaign. So we're actually pretty excited. Um, we are launching a, a campaign um, in the next week or so for a webinar series. It will be an auto webinar to run to real estate agents nationwide. Um, but we're giving them our three highest performing ads that we've run. Um, and I believe our clients in the last two years, we've had seven and a half million dollars of commissions closed from our leads, uh, which is pretty awesome. And so, we're giving the three highest performing ads that the clients close that much money. And then we're doing an auto webinar, which I'm, I'm currently writing and recording pieces of it. Um, and so that should be, I was noticing a lot of people in the niche that I'm in, or a lot of people in the agency, the way that they're getting really big ROIs is through webinars. So I'm super excited to launch that, um, hopefully really scale things there. because I'd say, the well, way we have things built out now, you can add on another 30 clients without having to really break things. But once we hit that 30 mark, um, it'll have to be like, all right, I gotta figure out how to make everything work and add another person into it. But what you said is totally- But that's your
1: scaling triangle. You are right now only in that middle level. You're in the DW, yeah? Done with you. You're only there. You don't have the top tier. Well, that's not true. You're all top tier. I totally said that wrong. Um, You're doing everything as it's done for you. But that's your mid-range service. You haven't made it a premium service because you don't have anything else yet. So you have to build down.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because I've gotten projects with, um, I have some clients that are pretty large and they're like really just random stuff. Actually where I started my business was doing fitness lead generation. Um, And so we have, we picked up a local fitness club that has uh, 33,000 members, which has been like a huge project. Um, And that kind of stuff is really fun because I like real estate. It's actually been a blessing to be able to learn. Uh, alongside of some of these like really high producing agents Um, but it's also really fun to like get these creative projects where you know we worked with a jewelry company in Los Angeles last summer and we produced a a video ad for them Um, and it was just like we had this Instagram influencer named Natalie and she had three million Instagram followers so we worked with her to actually be an ad and then I subcontracted out two videographers It was like super cool experience to do that actually ended up making no money on it. after Right. I was going to say
1: like, those are fun, but it's not. Yeah. But you can always do fun things like that when the millions are rolling in from your stable business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And we're at a good, I love, that's one thing too. I love about having um, an agency is the reoccurring because we have all of our clients on auto pay. So every single month we're getting these auto payments, you know, on the day that the person signed up. So it's like all of a sudden. My so much
1: fun. It's like getting, it's like being on a salary as a business owner. Every month your yeah. payroll comes
0: in. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a, you know, sometimes I'll wake up or like you feel kind of like unmotivated and like I wake up and like I see my stripes and then I'm like, wow, you know, I'm doing That's it. That's cool. You're like, like hey, yeah, this, is, this, this thing is working. I love it. Yeah. On that note. consistency, man. That's what it is. Mm -hmm.
1: On that note, I would love to talk to you longer because there's so many more things I want to hear from you,
0: Um, but we are out of time. It's been a long talk. It went fast.
1: (laughs) For me too. I told you, I love talking to other marketers. It's my favorite hobby. So where can people find you if they want to learn more about your strategies, check out your webinar. If they're in real estate and they want your help, where should people check you out?
0: People should check out our website, which is zimamarketing.com, so z i m a. M A R K E T I N G dot com. Um, the other great place to check it out is my personal Instagram profile. Um, I have a decent amount of following, so I try to put a lot of content on there. Um, but that is uh, B E N J M N M. So it's just Instagram dot com backslash B E N J M N M. It's like Benjamin without it only has the E and not the rest of the L. Got uh, it. All
1: right. I'll put both those links on the website.
0: So yeah, it was really great. I really appreciate you having me on air and uh, hopefully I give value to everyone who watches.
1: Oh, you totally did. And I'm gonna ask you for one more little piece of value. i like to surprise my guests who aren't familiar with the show and ask for a quote. It doesn't have to be your favorite one of all time, but it can be. Um, But any quote to kind of send everyone on their day
0: with. a quote. Um, Man, you're totally gonna stunt me here.
1: a favorite line, a saying, a mantra, something you say to yourself. It doesn't have to be like yeah. a famous guy said this, like you know, anything uh, you repeat to yourself.
0: I once worked with this guy who was like totally the salesy consultant and it ended up ending up badly, but I think that's a saying from him and it's, um, you don't know what you don't know. And like, that is actually so true. And it actually works so well when you tell people that. So I'd say, like, you don't know, you know, you don't know what you don't know because it's true and it just opens your eyes so, like, you can always be learning and optimizing things.
1: I love that line. I love that line. I, I, I love that also. Amazing. Ben, this was so great. Guys, we're going to put all those links into the write-up at sdran.com slash 56. You can go and check out Ben and check out his stuff and his socials. And if you're in real estate or you're looking into any kind of really effective online pay-per-click marketing. Ben sounds like he is totally your guy. And as you know, lately I have been telling you to obviously subscribe, like that's the given, duh, and make sure all your friends are subscribed, but I want your reviews and I've got to tell you, They're coming. I love it. I'm watching these reviews come in. You are making me so happy. Like I say, I know you're listening. I'm watching my stats, but I want to know who you are and I want to know what you love and I want to know what you love more and I want to know what else you want to hear about. So do me a favor right now. Stop what you're doing. This doesn't take more than like a minute, literally. Okay. I give you hours of my time every week, <laughs> recording these episodes and publishing them. Give me 60 seconds and tell me what you love and tell me what else you want to hear about. And we will catch you next week. Ben, thank you.
0: Awesome, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Business
1: Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdran.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?